Hello and welcome to Soul Sister. I'm Jalen and I'm glad you're here in the new year of 2023. I'm sitting here with a cup of Tension Tamer tea and Frank the Cat. He's a chatty fella, so if you hear him, consider him today's guest. Happy New Year! I spent the holiday at home with some friends. We watched the Dolly Parton Miley Cyrus show and had some fancy cocktails. I never drive on New Year's Eve or any other major late night party holiday because lots of people are drinking and while I know I won't drink and drive, I don't know about the other people on the road. So we prefer to just be home or at a friend's place. Um, But overall, it was super chill. And now I'm back at work. I'm exhausted all the time. Girl bossing my way through my big girl job. It's not really that bad. I just hate waking up early, but I need to give myself time to adjust and maybe actually go to bed before midnight. That would be kind of helpful. Also, exciting news. We hit a thousand listeners slash episode downloads. If you're not following the pod on Instagram, go do that right now at Soul Sister Podcast. Share this episode with your friends. Go ahead and send it in your group chats. Leave a nice review. Only nice ones, please. And rate it. Let me know what you want to hear next. I love hearing from you guys. Today, we're going to talk about what is probably flooding your feed on socials and definitely dominating your For You page on TikTok, the annual resurgence of reinventing yourself for the new year. The overused phrase, new year, new me, is circulating along with glow up hacks, fitness routines, diets, how to level up and be that girl. While I don't 100% know how you feel about it, but if you're anything like me, you hate it. I've really tried to limit my social media use around this time of the year because it is such a negative effect on my mindset. It makes me feel like I'm doing everything wrong, you know, something about the language and just the message of this tradition is so toxic to me. Just makes me like really hate what I'm doing in my life and it makes me think I need to throw everything away and just start from scratch and I'm a horrible person and you know, I'm not perfect and makes me want to buy a bunch of stuff. So, I just tried to tune it out. Maybe this mindset works for some people but it doesn't work for the majority and it certainly doesn't work for me. By now, you've had a full week in 2023 and according to statistics, about one in every four people have abandoned their New Year's resolutions by now. And I totally get why. I think New Year's resolutions are harsh, unattainable. There are 100 degree changes in your lifestyle. Um, They're extremely difficult to maintain even a week into the year. I personally don't really set a New Year's resolution because I get to the point where it's too hard to reach and then I get mad at myself and then I'm like, what the hell is even the point? And then not only do I abandon my New Year's resolution, I abandon kind of everything in my life. So I think it's just too extreme for me. Very seldom do they actually become a permanent part of anyone's lifestyle and they don't really inspire actual improvement. Instead, they set you up for failure, disappointment, you know, shitty feelings. When you set a New Year's resolution, you're swinging all the way to one end of the spectrum and you're trying to be perfect in what you see as a quote-unquote positive life change 
Then when you break a new year's resolution, you're swinging back to the other side. You're diving deeper into that negative action habit or whatever the focus was. I think the entire practice pushes self-discipline and I've never really had a constructive experience with that. The practice of setting new year's resolutions has been around for quite a while When I did a very brief Google search, I learned that ancient Babylonians made New Year's resolutions like 4,000 years ago, although they celebrated the New Year in the middle of March when the crops were planted. They made promises to the gods saying they'd pay their debts and return borrowed objects, which could be pretty inspirational in my life. I should probably pay off more of my credit card and return some borrowed clothes to my friends. For early Christians, this time centered around repentance but the practice is mostly secular now. All that info is coming from history.com, but let's be honest, I didn't research too much. This is not, I'm not a history major, and it's just not the vibe for this podcast. Now, the most popular types of New Year's resolutions, they center around health and wellness, defined by society standards as health and wellness. Um, Another common focus is finances, I don't fully detest those, but again, like they could be more attainable and flexible. Like it's not a bad idea to save $5 a week, you know, or try to eat out less. But when it's extreme, like never eating out, you know that it's just not realistic and it's not allowing you to be a human. Thanks to social media, this tradition is really inescapable. And I can't even tell you how many videos I've hit not interested in on my for you page on TikTok. I'm so sick of seeing this trend. I'm so sick of like the that girl aesthetic. And I I think it now it's like vanilla girl or soft girl. I don't know. I think it's so stupid. Like, can't we just like be more than one thing? Why do we have to be this like cohesive brand? It's just, I don't know. I don't even find it that aesthetic. I rather see like a bunch of different things, you know, in a person. I think we're all multifaceted people and we all have different things in our life we don't just fit this like one trend and a lot of times it's cultural appropriation so maybe just don't do that you know what's the point of that so whatever that's just a rant on that trend but newsflash you don't have to participate in this trend or any trend that you don't want to I know it's super hard to completely avoid because of the intense marketing surrounding it The practice of reinventing yourself in the new year is so popular and it's marketed everywhere. You could spend millions on actual consumer goods like planners, supplements, the latest beauty or fitness treatments that claim to completely elevate yourself, you know, whatever bullshit they're trying to sell you. It's so easy to buy into that. Literally, you can order a bunch of stuff on Amazon and figuratively buying into the mindset, but you don't have to do that. Instead of setting an extreme New Year's resolution, here are some alternatives that you can consider and that I'm trying to do in my life and kind of adapt this mindset and this trend to something that fits my life better. So you can set an intention for the year. Basically, define what you want to focus on this year. My focus last year was to do things with intention. I tried to think with intention, speak with intention, really see what would fit my life in a way that I haven't really approached things. I used to be super impulsive and just did whatever I wanted to in that moment and that didn't really serve me. So now I'm thinking of doing things more intentionally. 
So that was my goal, my kind of like buzzword for 2022. Um, This year, I'm focusing on a couple different phrases and kind of making like a a vibe for my year um, with different like themes that I want to bring in. So the first one is conscious commitment. I want to be committed to myself and my needs. I want to prioritize myself over others. And I don't think it's selfish to say that. In the past, I've put other people and things above myself, whether that's friends, a significant other, my sorority, work, regardless of what it was, if I'm giving all my time and effort to others, then what am I giving myself? So I'm really trying to move forward with conscious commitment. I'm also trying to practice more introspection and reflection. This has always been huge for me. Um, It's a reoccurring theme in my life. I used to always think of myself as being an overthinker as a negative thing, but it's truly a skill that serves me well. So when I rephrase that and I'm not overthinking, I'm reflecting, you know, I want to lean more into that skill and see how it can help me in my life. I also want to practice gentle balance. I can't push for perfection. I can't try to be perfect and be in the gym seven days a week or whatever. I can't expect myself to be okay when I am acting like I am a machine. I have to treat myself with gentle love and seek balance in my life. This will help me avoid periods of binging. It will help me avoid thinking in such extreme high and lows. You know, I'm looking for this middle ground. I'm looking for balance and I'm going to find it by being gentle to myself. Another thing I'm trying to do is maintain a childlike exploration. I think kids are always super inquisitive and that's such a great thing about kids. That's why I just, I love kids, but that's a different thing. But I think if I can foster this childlike exploration in my life, I can push myself to keep learning, even though I've graduated and I won't be in the classroom for the majority of the year. You know, I'll start my MBA in August, but I want to push myself to learn every day. I'm listening to educational podcasts. I'm reading books and articles. I never want to look at the world and think that I know all I need to know. So I'm learning about super weird stuff too. It doesn't have to be like educational and like a scholarly sense, but it can be like I listened to a podcast on the Rocky Horror Picture Show and like its origins and how it came to be. And I've never even seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show. So that's something that I want to do this weekend with myself. Um, But I listened to a podcast on it and I was just learning stuff. So I'm trying to do that more often where I'm just pushing myself to learn and expand my knowledge of things. Another thing I'm trying to do is practice clarity through discomfort. When I experience tough situations this year, I want to approach them and move through them with clarity Especially when sometimes I know what I should do. I know the answer, but I don't want to do it. So kind of leaning more into the clarity that I have about a topic or situation and leaning into my gut feeling more, trusting myself more, and I'll gain clarity through that introspection and reflection and I can trust myself. So that's something that I'm trying to do. And then the final thing is just patience and peace. I want to pursue these two words simultaneously. I want to find peace while remaining patient. I want to value my patience and my peace through hardships, through 
relationships and just really prioritize patience and peace in my life and value those above other things. So think about what you want to foster and develop in 2023. How do you want to define your year? You know, this time next year, when we're moving into 2024, when you look back on this year, what do you want to see themes of? Then after you think of some words and phrases, you can set your lock screen to them. You can put post-it notes on your mirror. Um, All of the categories of apps in my phone are affirmations. Like my banking is in a group that like my banking and my credit card app and like my paycheck app for my work. It's all in a group that says I am rich and my social media is in a group that says I am connected. So I have like little affirmations and things like that. So you can do that with these buzzwords. You can put it on your lock screen. You can set reminders throughout your day that, you know, that goes along with these themes. So really surround yourself with these intentions and it can help you stay committed to yourself more. Then examine your life and see how you can connect habits and actions to these intentions. What can you do in your life that would support this growth? And don't think in absolutes because that's where you apply unnecessary pressure. You know, you don't have to do it 24-7. You don't have to seek perfection or expect perfection from yourself. Try to find that balance. Another thing you can do is set little baby micro habits. It doesn't have to be daily. It doesn't have to even be time-based at all. It can be completely generalized. But think of one little task you can do that would improve your day. And it can be a different task every day. Maybe you could say five affirmations in the morning or you could journal three things you like about yourself. Maybe you could drink a glass of water when you drink your coffee. Maybe you can watch a documentary instead of your comfort show that you've seen 7,000 times. Like for me, that's New Girl. So maybe I can watch a documentary instead. Maybe you could put a book on your bedside table and read before you go to bed. Or keep a book in the kitchen and you can read while you're waiting for the pasta water to boil. You know, little things like that. Read an article on your phone while your coffee brews. Or when you're in the bathroom, instead of scrolling through TikTok, you can read some articles. You know, you can make little swaps like that that can really change the atmosphere of your life. These tiny little micro habits can bring just an ounce of positivity. It doesn't have to be a complete 180 change. You don't have to redefine and rebrand yourself. Instead, you can make tiny little changes and that's enough. And then the next year, maybe you have two habits a day or, you know, you can continue to build on that once you get comfortable with these tiny things. Think of it like the butterfly effect. One little action can create a ripple in your life. Keep building like little tiny building blocks. I also saw something that was like a different theme each month so maybe in January you do a dry month or you drink less you know maybe you only drink socially or only on weekends um for me that that might seem a little crazy to do only weekends like maybe that still seems like a lot of drinking but I probably have a glass or two of wine a night that's just how I wind down and that's not really good for me physically or financially because I am spending like a lot of money on bottles of wine, I could really stand to cut that down. And maybe that's something I'll consider throughout the year. You don't just have to make changes at the beginning of the year. You can do it whenever you want. You know, whenever you feel there is a need, you can make a change. 
each month you could do a different thing so it doesn't feel like you have to do 365 days of the same thing that can be really monotonous and maybe it doesn't serve you every month. When I look back at 2022, so many different seasons of my life during that year. So one habit, one change wouldn't have served me in all of those seasons. So feel free to adapt it and change it throughout the year, throughout the months. You could do a no spend month or a no eating out month and do little changes like that to keep it interesting and almost like a monthly challenge. So you could consider that. But overall, just stop focusing on perfection. That's what these trends want you to crave. They want you to buy the latest thing or completely change your life and rebrand yourself. They convince you that your life will be perfect if you just make these changes. And that's just not true. Your life is never going to be perfect, but it's your life. You have the power to change your life at any moment. Stop waiting for your life to happen. It's happening now. We get so focused on what our lives will be like one day, but this right now is our lives. Today, how you're spending your time, that's it. That's your life. So live it consciously. I think right now I'm so focused on, oh, when I finish my MBA, like I'll go do this or I'll move there. This will be my job. Or I'm constantly looking at houses or job postings on LinkedIn and I'm not living in the present so much. Um, I need to focus on this is my life right now and not be focused on what my life will be like in a year and a half. I'm wasting time by focusing on the future. Try to live in the present. Try to live consciously. That's all we can do. All right. That's all I have for you on that for today. It's a short episode compared to last week's. That one with Sabrina was like over an hour long. But I think something I'm going to do now is uh, like chit chat episodes with some of my friends. I think that could be really cool. Uh, If you have any other ideas or topics you want me to cover, slide into my DMs. Let me know. Let me know what you think of this episode. Share it on your socials. Go back and listen to some episodes you might have missed out on. Um, There's some cool ones. There's one on boundaries. There's one on physical health. There's one on my Miss America experience. At this point, we've done, what, like 17 or 18 episodes? I don't even know. But go back and listen to the ones that you haven't listened to yet. Let's wrap up with some of my current favorites. Um, Right now, I am really loving Lush face masks. I have some that were present, um, I think, last Christmas that I'm finally getting to. I think I did the beauty sleep one last night really liking those. Um, I ordered on Amazon these uh, jean button pins. So it's like a pin that you can put into the, like the waistband of your jean and make it tighter, which is really great because I've been doing the shoelace on the back of my jeans and it's kind of ruining my belt loops because I don't really like wearing belts. It's just an alternative and I really like these jean buttons. I have them like on all of my uh, buttonable pants now, which has been really great. I've been listening to a lot of Maintenance Phase. It's a podcast by Aubrey Gordon and Michael Hobbs. They debunk the junk science behind popular health trends and scams like celery juice and Weight Watchers. I've been listening to that and I really like it. The hosts are really great and funny. Um, I've been reading a lot of poetry books. Specifically, I'm reading one by Morgan Harper Nichols right now. I have a lot of poetry books that I've just never even opened. So that's kind of what I'm starting my year off with is some poetry books. 
So those are my current faves right now. That's about it. That's all I have for you right now. I'm going to go take a shower, maybe take a nap, finish my cup of tea. So have a very good week as you enter into the second week of 2023. I hope you give yourself some grace and practice some gentle care. Have a very good week. Bye.